Good afternoon and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader podcast. I'm Nicola from NW Marketing, the Small Business Cheerleader, and I'm joined today by Serene. She is an online business management and confidence coach. And today we're going to talk about the three things that people don't tell you when you're ready to launch in your small business. How are you today, Serene? I am great. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Perth. Definitely kicking in the season of summer or what was supposedly supposed to be in spring is finally here. Yes, I love it. It just makes everyone feel like they can get out and do more. And I think that's why we're going to talk about launching because we don't want anyone to have energetics that are anything but positive when it comes to their business. So three things um, are what we're going to talk about. We're going to debunk some myths. But firstly, introduce Mm. yourself and let people know how you got into the online business management world and confidence coach with business people showing up online, um, fill people in. Absolutely. So uh, funny story, I guess. Um, Or in hindsight, I've been in business for about 18 months with regards to my online business, being able to work with service providers and coaches and just helping them get, get more confident behind the scenes and managing their businesses and creating those offers of confidence was the biggest thing for me. And what kind of shifted, what helped me shift into moving into the online business world of what I like to say is I wasn't, you know, an ex-corporate of 14 years as an EA to CEOs and other big businesses. And I found that there was a huge demand and need for this level of support for small businesses and the online business world. So I made that shift. And like many, many others, I am, you know, I wanted that freedom and flexibility to, to create a career and a business to support others but also support my family and be able to have that freedom and flexibility around my children. And the online business world has been very kind. I've I've met some beautiful friends and clients and so forth. And the business journey, as we know, it's a business journey and we're going to be covering some of the main things around launching has been an incredible roller coaster. Let's just say that we'll leave, we'll leave everyone hanging for the next three things, but yes, it's definitely, I think I want to really open that space and that conversation up that, what we're going to be talking about is quite normal and and debunking some of the things that people don't talk about online you know that transparency that we don't hear about we just hear those big numbers but what actually happens that's what we're going to be covering super excited exactly because we obviously chat at networking events and and you have clients and so do I that are all living this day to day and I think we forget because we see the highlight reels online of people doing mid six figure launches or they're doing 50k months and we all have this pressure where we feel like we need to be having a launch why am I not launching what is launching and and should I be launching and they feel this pressure to be uh, part of this movement of launching and what they forget is that launching is a beast unto itself and there are things that you need to know firstly, things I don't tell you. And these are the things we want to go through. So today we're going to be running through um, things like permission slip, giving yourself the the um, opportunity to opt out of launching if it's not for you or to test um, and to trial things and knowing that that is part of the strategy, failing fast, taking what you've learned and moving on. And finally, the energetics of launching, what people don't tell you, how it can be draining, how you have to show up consistently during a launch and what that looks like and and how you can mitigate those facts knowing going into a launch that that may be a thing that you need to look into. Now, firstly, let's start with permission slip. You and I know that word, that word, two words, have been around for um, 
actually more so now in the last three or four months. So explain what a permission slip is and how it comes to launching, how we can utilize our inner gut, I like to say. Are you feeling it? Are you not feeling it? And giving yourself permission to feel those feelings and make actions accordingly. So what do you think about it when a permission slip is mentioned? It's huge. It's definitely one of those buzzwords that we're hearing now that's popping up a lot. And I think it's because um, I feel like based on a lot of the conversations that we have um, is that people, all of a sudden they become, you go into being a business owner because you want that, you know, you don't want someone over your head and you want to be able to have that ability to control the things that you put out there and you do. But all of a sudden there's that sense of losing that. It's kind of like as if you have to ask for permission all of a sudden. Um, so when we're talking about permission slip, we're really leaning into the fact that that reminding yourself that you are your own boss and you have the ability to control what you put out there and that you can change it. And specifically in lines of launching, what we're talking about here is that if you're putting something out there and it feels a bit, mm, you're, not, you're no longer feeling it for any of what reason. Now, there's a couple of things we've got to consider. Yes, when it comes to launching, and we'll cover some of them, there's things that you're going to feel that are quite normal, but also knowing the fact that you can make changes if it really feels out of alignment for you um, and that, I guess, what's the best word for it? That there's a fear of disappointment, I feel. Like I feel that there's a, there's a fear of disappointing others that shows up for a lot of business owners. And so all of a sudden, that's where we're, we're saying here, well, you do have the permission slip to withdraw. You do have the permission slip to, to make the changes that you feel are right and you're not actually going to disappoint others. And if you do, that's okay. Um, the people that are right for you and your audience will understand. And at the end of the day, we are people behind the businesses, which is why it's kind of it's important to be online is to show that side of you as well. Yeah, that's 100% because launching, you can feel like you have it all under control, but when you're in the midst of it and you're showing up or you might not be having the reaction that you thought you would have had, you've set up all the things you should have done, but the reaction may not be right. It may not be the offer that needs to be out there at this time, or it may not be something that you're really backing. You're putting it out there because you think you have to. And that's what I see along there. And I've been guilty of that myself, putting out offers because I think it needs to be out there or even worse so you're going from a sense of that pull um, push mentality where you're pushing an offer out because you feel like you need it out there because of another reason other than just serving and I think that will always show and I think you will always attract your right clients when you've got that pull mentality of wanting to serve instead of pushing an offer out for another reason and but you have permission to pull that back pull that off stop halfway through if it's not going to serve you or your clients in the long run because your energy is not behind it you're not backing it so that's what we're talking about putting it out there is still a, a major thing for you to do and a wonderful thing but if it's not quite there you have permission you have permission to change it tweak it talk about it but be honest and authentic about it and I think people understand as well yes and with that as well, you have permission to extend it. Yeah. A lot of the time as well, I think that's the flip side as well. Maybe, for example, um, you know, you had an initial timeline that you thought that this was going to be the timeline that you were going to, you know, welcome people in. And for whatever reasons, it didn't happen. And guess what? That actually happens. Sometimes you don't get any numbers in. Um, so it's that concept of extend it. 
you know, push it out. But we we'll always want to lead from a place of serving. Is it the right, going back to your main point, that is it, are we coming from a place of serving? Is it aligned to us? And if so, we're really, you know, we know it's right. And if it means you need to extend it, you do that. So that's also okay under that permission slip that you have full permission to do what you like with it as long as it comes from a place of integrity, transparency and service to your clients. Yeah, exactly. And also, if you had it in your calendar to do, which is something that happened to me recently, mm. and um, you know that you were, um, oh, it's in my calendar, it's been in there, I've, you know, I've set up stuff, I'm ready to go. But, you know, either you're really busy with other parts of your business or there's just, you're just not there energetically to do a launch, don't do it. Just because you have it in your calendar doesn't mean that you're stuck to it. That's the reason we have our own businesses. You can push it out. You can do it next year. You can do it. Don't feel like you have to because if you go in half-assed into an offer or half-assed into a launch in particular, there's so much that needs to go into it energetically that you can really, really do yourself a disservice and your clients. So, you know, just sometimes, you know, be honest with yourself. Am I really ready for this? Am I doing it for mm. the right reasons? Or am I doing it because I think I have to? Or I don't want to disappoint anyone that may have helped me set up the supporting yep. parts of my launch. And no one tells you that. People, mm -hmm. it always makes it look rosy and people launch and you think that, you know, this is the way it's going to be. A lot of those people have had failed launches, have started with no one signing up and they have built and tested it. They, you forget that. You know, don't, you know, that saying, don't, you know, compare yourself to someone's, you know, 365 day yes. feed when you've just started on day one because you will really start hurting yourself in regards to showing up. So that would be my main tip with that. And I think if people remember that the words permission slip and that you are in control, I think that that is something people don't tell you. Don't stick to something just because you think you have to. Just remember it's your life and your decisions and you have a business for that reason. And um, I think that that's important. Um, now, secondly, we want to talk about, we just said about testing and failing mm. fast. What's yep. your thought on testing being part of a strategy and failing being part of that strategy? How does that work? Exactly. That's that's right there in that one sentence. The strategy, when people talk about strategy online, testing and trialing comes within that. You know, and you mentioned it before. We've seen, we, we all see people online throwing out numbers and doing, I've done it myself. You know, in all fairness, I'm going to own up to that. I've mentioned, you know, I've had these many numbers or this or that. That's okay. But also the flip side of what I do love to do online is also show that flip side and the transparency of what actually is happening because it does. It takes a lot of a lot of testing and trialing to get to to get to where you think that you're going to get to, right? Um, now, when it comes to testing and trialing, it is literally that is part of the strategy with it being consistent. You're not going some look, I'm not gonna say you're not going to. You may you may get numbers from right off the bat. Awesome. But also knowing the fact that putting your offers out there, seeing what's getting, if you can get feedback, and this is something that we were talking about, is how valuable feedback is mm -hmm. in some shape or form. So obviously, you know, there's a process to how we even go into a launch, which we're not gonna cover that all today. But one of the biggest things is research, right? Seeing what your audience needs, seeing, comparing to other offers. Um, I'm all about, you know, community over competition, staying in your own lane. And at the end of the day, even if you're doing the same thing, you're going to attract the right people to you. There's, there's more than enough. But you do have to do research as part of it. Um, and one of the biggest research components is as much, actually, I should say, 
even doing that initial research before even the launching phase, you might find the biggest learning part is actually when you go live, when you do the launching. That in itself, that testing and trialing is such a significant period of where you can collect data and, and under evaluate what's coming in, who are, is, is it working? Do I need to change something? Um, because sometimes you don't know until you put it out there. Yeah, 100%. And you know what's one thing you're not going to know until you put out there mm. or by research in your market uh, before you do it is great is, is the price. Because mm, you yeah. think about it, everything's changing, cost of living um, pressures, mortgage pressures, stuff when um, you might have done research six months ago on what people would be willing to pay for a certain offer or service or product may be different now. Um, people are struggling. So you've got to look at, you know, what value you're providing, where is it sitting in the market? Are you covering your own costs? But are you um, also making sure and taking into account that offer and packaging up in the right way? Does it have the right um, pricing with it in regards to is there extended payment plans? Does there have bonuses for upfront payments? You know, are you providing an incentive that is going to allow people to do that? And you'll probably see that pretty straight away. If people are not buying into it, but you've had fantastic feedback to beat arounds or those that have been involved at discounted or lower prices, then maybe you need to, you know, look at that again. How does that sit? Is it sitting in the market at the right level for what you're providing? Granted, the environment we're now sitting in. Sometimes we don't, you know, well, I'm not saying to offer discounts and things because that's not how you want to survive and live in your business, but have a reality check of where you're sitting now in the market and the amount of things that are online. And that's why I always say to people, make sure that you have done the work on your why and, and is your offer aligned to what you do? And are you really showing up with something that's different that will hit your ideal dream client? Not something that's just trying to compete with everyone else out there. A lot of that deeper work will allow you to have that uh, foresight going forward, I think, too. I love that because it kind of, it just consistently you start to see that if there's strategy and mindset that go hand in hand, that element of, yes, you need strategy, you need to do certain actions to be able to do that testing and trialing and research is one of them. That's part of the strategy. Um, but also understanding that mindset level of are you fully is it aligned to your bigger goals, your bigger why? Because no matter the strategy, if you're not, if it's not aligned, it's going to come through and it's going to show. Yeah. And the concept of ego comes into play, especially when we talk about pricing, right? We put those offers out there and if you're far too deep into your offers and you're coming from a place of love and you want to serve, but sometimes, and this is where until it goes live, until you start to see the feedback, we can put pricing on things that doesn't actually work well based on current environments as well and taking into consideration all those other factors and all the other things that people are doing within their lives. Just, I mean, you don't even have to think outside what people are doing. Think about yourself and all the things that you've got going on and the commitments that you have and kind of come from that perspective back and, and align it to your bigger purpose. Yeah, and, and people, it doesn't matter if it's hugely expensive or whether it's a, a, a low-end offer, it comes down, do you back it? Because if mm. you back it 100%, people will see that. 
And people, yeah. if they can see the value, will pay anything. I mean, we know that from high-end yeah. luxury brands that sell, you know, mm -hmm. things like paper clips from Tiffany that are huge. <laughs> I mean, so we know people yeah. will pay for what they perceive as value. So you need to make sure it's aligned to your why, make sure it's something that you really do want to put out there. You're not doing it just for the sake of it, because otherwise, if you don't back it 100%, people will see that. And then they're going to say, oh, we're not sure if that's the investment I'm ready to go. Whereas if they see 100%, hell yes, they know that you're the person for them then they will pay so it's mm. making sure you've got that level right of the offer yes. the price and the value and making sure it's all combined but that's you're only going to find that from testing exactly. if you put it out there am I really aligned with it am I really backing that are you pulling away slightly thinking people may not want it well then that's not for you so make a decision mm. then um, on how that looks and that's the testing so don't ever think that what you offer is not valuable just based on the response um, it's testing it throw yep. it out again and see if you can have, okay, maybe it was the pricing. Maybe I didn't back it. Maybe I need to do a, a more aligned, smaller offer that might have more of a feedback. Test those things and you'll see where you sit in the market and um, yeah, where people really perceive your value. And the more you show up, that value will go up. And then I think that's most important. Don't go in there thinking you're this, you know, world famous, whatever that's had five, you know, five to six years of consistently showing up. And all of a sudden you want to throw your value up there just be a little bit more realistic, um, but make sure that you're not you know, discounting yourself. No one ever wants to be the cheapest. If, mm. um, again, that has the opposite effect that people don't realise. People go, why is that so cheap? You know, yeah. so you know, find your, yeah. your happy place and um, everyone will come along on the journey. Yeah, I uh, I love that 100% because exactly pricing can be, I guess, the perspective. And it's not so much the pricing, it's the trans transformation that you're offering the clients. And at the end of the day, allow them to have, um, to apply what they have, how they perceive the value in your offer. But um, I love that. I love that. All right. Now we've been, we're just talking about consistency. So yeah. uh, the final one in the three was energetics. Now, yeah. how does energetics and consistency go together? Well, you can't have one without the other. The thing they don't tell you about launching is it's tiring. It's um, It takes over your world for that launch period. And the lead up can be hard in making sure your systems and processes are in place to make it work seamlessly for your customer on the other end. Now, you do this daily with your clients and you teach others how to do it. So how do you find this works from your experience? Yeah, so that's a. I think that's a big thing is the the energetics piece because there's so many different factors when we look at a launch um, that go into play. There's different there's different phases and each phase requires an element of you know before you even go the live launch or the open cart. There's all those steps before that that is where we create the assets or we research and then we create all the assets and all the things that are going to be part of the offer and um, actually go out to the client to to start building on that client experience. And then we look at when we actually go live and we have to talk about our offering and I know a lot of people find that difficult in its own little element oh my goodness you know so if you're someone who doesn't already if you're quite shy and you're not open to speaking to on camera already your pre-launch phase is going to look very different to someone who is out there openly talking and quite confident on the camera as well because you're going to need a little bit more lead up and warm-up time for you to get to boost that confidence because that's going to be part of how you promote your offer how you launch your your offer and that element of alignment that comes into play so yeah. when we look at consistency because it is 
you need to be, you need, you're going to need to show up consistently in some shape or form. Okay, it's, I'm not going to say you have to be completely online all the time. No, but there's going to be different ways that consistent, consistent comes into play. And what we're really leaning into here is the energy that it takes. I mean, how does that actually feel to show up? Even, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite confident online. I'm, you know, I'm a business confidence coach. So um, I love being online. But even as someone who comes online and speaks to the camera and talks to people and helps people in and out, I feel also out of, after being online, I, I need to take some time away. I need a bit of space. I need, so it's understanding the type of persona you are and how you feel in certain situations and the preparation that's going to be required. People don't talk about that enough no. because they're like, oh, I just launch. Oh, she's launching. How can she just launch? Oh, my goodness, she's so amazing. How do you hold that energy? Well, it's that, it's a bit of, there's a bit of consistency, there's a bit of practice, there's a bit of the flip side of sometimes we don't all hold it great. Even the most confident people don't hold it great. So, I mean, I know when I show up, I'm like, okay, now I need a bit of, I need to, I need to go sit alone in a room and, you know, so forth and so on, or do something to make them, to realign and, and re-energize because it does take a lot, um, especially, you know, if, but this is what you know I'm hoping everyone does you know you're coming on and it's because you're so passionate and you love what you do and you want to serve that takes energy yeah mm. yeah and no one talks about it I don't think they do I think they talk about the process and a checklist and mm. I think everyone who is planning to launch or has launched has downloaded a checklist or a Trello board that tells you how to do what and when and but they don't actually tell you the energetics of having to actually do it in the launch phase of having to show up, of talking about it, of writing it, and then still trying to actually do your other work. Mm. And you're consistently, it, it is a process, you know, the checklist say, you know, go live five times and, you know, then send 5 million emails and then do things, which is, it's, it's true and it does work, obviously, otherwise there wouldn't be checklists, but they also forget that everyone's energetics are different. Like in human design, I'm a projector, so I'm more likely to sit back and project my knowledge and invite people in, whereas I'm very against my my energetics to go out and out and push and push. So that in particular of a live week drains me and I just don't, I don't love it. You don't have to love it, but it is a process. So you've got to find what works for you, how that is. Sometimes people love doing, um, you know, um, IG lives and stuff like that. It just works better for them because instead of doing, you know, stories and um, things, you just got to find what works for you. And it goes back to the permission, like these all tie in very well together because it goes back into the permission slip. So if it's if you are that type of person who doesn't like to, like you mentioned, you don't like to always come online and feel like that that to you feels really, really hard, well, you're gonna your your clients are gonna see that. So we wanna create at the end of the day, regardless of what you're launching and how you're launching, and it ties into number two because you're really not going to know until you start testing and trying different strategies. Are you going to understand that oh, actually this feels good when I do it this way? This doesn't feel great, right? Mm -hmm. And when when it comes to anything around um, launching, is also understanding that there are perspectives, as in some people have launching as a pure business model. That's all they do. Three times a year, uh, they launch this one offer. 
Whereas others, you know, you're, you may have different types of offers. You may have clients that you also, you've got management, but you also created this offer. So it's also understanding that what you see online, you don't know the behind the scenes of everyone's business and how they, you know, how they operate. And so just allowing yourself to kind of go back, know, have that permission to be like, okay, this, it is a process regardless, like you mentioned. It has, there's things that have to be done or you're not going to make the sales. That is the reality. But you need to test and trial part of the strategy in keeping consistent and evaluating. That's probably the biggest piece out of all of this. Yeah. You evaluate. Yeah, and most people didn't have a successful first launch if it's your first time launching because of that thing. You might have a checklist, you might have followed, you might have a coach that tells you how to, you know, that worked for them. But then again, you might be a completely different person or a completely different business model. You might not want to launch every quarter. The idea of doing that for me just sends me into terror and chills, the fact that I'd have to launch every four four you know, every month, sorry, every month, every three or four months and, and continually do it. Whereas I love to serve and provide value. And, um, you know, some people like one-on-one more so, or they like group coaching, but they don't want to launch. You can have many other ways, but some form of process has to be there. However you do it, it needs a strategy and it needs outcomes that you can test and you can judge. So however that looks for you, you need to make sure that you're doing something every 90 days, whatever that is, and that you're testing it. You have a goal at the end of it and you're looking to build and grow your business. So that's what I normally tell people, set 90-day goals, whatever that looks for you. It doesn't have to be a launch, but it has to be something that's aligned with you that you can test. And then make changes if necessary. That's what I think. People don't tell you it doesn't have to be a launch and the launch doesn't have to be painful. It can be however you want it to be. That's right. And I'll add on to that. The one thing like I, I love that so much is also the concept of probably adding one more thing in here, but the concept of, you know, off the bat, you're not, you may, you may get one person, you get, may get 10, you may get none. But the, pot, the perspective of the fact that you put the effort out there, you, that is an actual win in itself because it takes a lot to even put yourself out there and put an offer out there. So I have that conversation on the daily people feeling like, oh, I failed. No, nobody's lined up. And know that this, you need to remove that. There's no such thing as value. It really, I know it's one of those cliche kind of quotes. There really isn't because at the end of the day, if you've tried and you put it out there, there's a lot that goes into that. You've only failed if you didn't even try. That's exactly right. And, you know, the old saying, again, a bit passe, but, you know, you haven't failed, you've learned. And all of those things, uh, I remember a coach that I had a year or so ago, everything you put out, if you get nobody sign up, is still an asset that you've created. So you've created, if you've done videos or masterclasses to, as a freebie to lead into a launch, you've, you've done email sequences. This is all content and this is all assets that you've created for your business that you can now repurpose into something else. So never take it as a failure, take it as a learning, but take it as more content that you didn't have 90 days ago or whenever you started this process. And then look at how you can repurpose that. And remember, you've also showed up consistently, hopefully, for a certain period. And people have seen that. They don't know that you had zero people sign up and they've now seen you and your value. And then the next time they may be ready for it and you show up again, they go, oh, yeah, she did that. So it's a long game. So my thing would be also when it comes to energetics, remember it's a long game and stop getting stuck in the quick wins because that will 
really dent your confidence, I think, the quick wins if you get stuck in that mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Leverage everything that, know that everything that you are doing now is that's something that you can leverage later. Yeah. None of it's being lost. Um, it's all adding to the overall uh, six, it's building, you know, when we talk about sustainable and successful businesses, that is what they're being built off. They're being built off uh, launches that haven't had anyone come in. They're being built off because at each time you come up and you show up in any shape or form in business in general, whether it's a launch or not, you're building and you're leveraging, you're learning and you're experiencing your confidence is growing and know that that is completely normal and it is normal to have no sign-ups and it's normal sometimes to have 10 but also the fact that if you do have the flip side, if you do have all of a sudden 10 launch, 10 people sign up to the first one and then you do it again and it doesn't work next, yeah. also knowing that that's obviously very energy draining and that's a bit of a shock to the system, but also kind of going back through this whole process again. It's yeah. always testing, trialing and evaluating. Yeah. You, you'll start to notice different things. Was your energy here? Were you really in love with it at this time or this season? Has it changed based on the environment? Yeah, and do you need to pivot? Maybe it's time mm. that, you know, business suite that you have, you're no longer aligned with because you want to try this stuff. And that may be just that, or it might be just as simple as the environment's changed. You know, people are now overwhelmed with um, so many of this thing that maybe, you know, a few years ago there wasn't. So how can you take that overwhelm and repackage it into something else that will be more in line with? And that's why if you know what your dream client is all about and what they love, that's when you'll know exactly what they need and stop trying to compete with everyone doing the exact same thing that everyone else is doing. Uh, so I think that's it. So the three things you went through, I think, is so important. So to reiterate, we're looking at making sure you give yourself a permission slip to pull the plug, to, to, to change if it's energetically not there or to push it out or to extend it. Do whatever you want to do. Um, it's your business. It's your offering. Stop getting caught in the, the feelings of I'll be judged or I need to stick to a certain framework because that's what everyone else has done. You've got a permission slip to be yourself. If you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Stop trying to push instead of pull. People will see that. And um, secondly, when it comes to testing and failing fast, that is part of the launch strategy. Doesn't work. Learn from it. Test it. Try it again. Get that research first, if you possibly can, from beta rounds, um, you know, focus groups, um, forms with all of your dream clients. What do they want? How can you serve them? It'll hopefully help you mitigate some of the other stuff. And um, finally, energetics and consistency, how they work together and how you can be in control of your energetics and stop pushing through things that you don't want to or don't need to, but realize that launching is energetically draining and people don't tell you that. So be ready for it. Manage it as best you can leading into it to be prepared and enduring it. Make sure you have a break afterwards because it is very intensive. And always um, most good online coaches tell you to have a break. Schedule two days where you do nothing. Like you said, sit back, do nothing. Just get back into your zone so you can serve your clients again 
when you start the program or the consistent clients you already have. Because remember, we can't be doing all this launching and not looking after our existing clients if we're energetically drained as well. No one tells you that. You still got to show up with the clients you have. So remember that that can really be impacted if you're really distracted by doing a launch. So make sure that that too doesn't um, become part of your world. So what would be your final things to let people know from your experience? Because you deal with this all the time as an online business manager. And the one thing I would love everybody to know that what you're feeling during this process, and this is completely all normal, no matter what business you are operating at, um, no matter of insert success, look at that successful business coach who's doing this or doing that. Everyone has gone through this. Everyone is going through this. And this is an experience that we all have to, these are the lessons that we have to learn. We yeah. talk about the roller coaster of business. Yeah. The ups, the big ups, well, you get to the big ups by going through some of these challenges and yeah. you either work through the challenges and understand that this is a, this is happening for you, not to you, it's a lesson um, and then you, you'll notice that you're growing and you're moving towards that direction or you stay stuck, yeah. take it personally, potentially yeah. give up on your, I've seen a lot of people give up and give up on the business because of that, thinking that they had did something wrong yeah. When it's, it's not wrong, it's completely normal and there are ways that you can get support and help, whatever it be, in whatever shape or form it looks like. Yeah. That's, that would be my biggest takeaway that I love no that. matter what, people, every business is going through or has been through a level of this. Yeah. So talking about support, okay, how can people find you if they need help in their launching, getting their systems together, or they just want to get some insight into how to show up confidently online? How can they find you? Where's the best place? Yeah, so the best place for me is on Instagram. So um, you'll find me at Serene, S-I-R-E-N underscore OBM coach. Um, we'll have the links here for you. Um, yeah, in the show notes, yep. Yeah, we'll have them all here for you. But that's basically, you'll find me there showing up daily. And that's what I love to do. And just, yeah, just, I guess, knowing part of the journey, part of the experience is working towards your strengths. We aren't all the same. We're not going to operate the same. We're not going to show up the same. So you shouldn't have that expectation on yourself. No, exactly. And look at why you can be authentically you and how you can serve your dream clients the way you want to, because that'll be the only way you can show up um, without it being um, a real burden. And we don't want that. Who, who's got time for that? You can't be showing up with it. You know, you just just terrified every time you want to shop because it's not you or just you just got so much other things and as soon as you realize exactly what you want to do you'll be able to show up and tell people that and I think that that's so important but you're not alone even people who are confident online still have issues when it comes to um, having to show up if they're not feeling it what you know what it is that they're trying to say at that time so trying to really get clear um, and that's what I work with my clients on and getting clear on the foundations of why you do what you do and making sure your offers are aligned with that because that will then allow you to have a flow state when it comes to getting your offers out. And that's most important. Otherwise, you'll try and be everything to everyone and then you'll become just like everyone else and you'll just go part of the scroll. We don't want that for anyone. Um, it's been awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with me today because I think it's important people know it's not just them. And that there is support if they need it, but to also know the permission is there to change and test and do whatever you want to do. That's the reason you started a business in the first place. That's right. So I'd like to leave them with that and go check out Serene online. And uh, it's been great to chat. Thank you very much. See ya. Bye.
Thank you. That was 